No time to dilly, and I don't even know how to dally. Why are dentists generally terrible people? Is that true? Are we, are we doing that? What candidate is Mayor Bloomberg hurting the most? And why again did Bob... Hey, that's me. And why again did Bob's psychiatrist bust out the finger puppets? Plus, once again, Fish B and I attempt to do the impossible. 17 questions, 17 minutes. Thank you for the hot lead, Fish B. Let's get right to it. Question one. Can Mike Pence be trusted? Now, I think over time, my opinion of the vice pastor has been made crystal clear, but this is fucking creepy. Even creepier than usual for the vice pastor who might be the creepiest American. If there was a ballot for the creepiest American, Mike Pence has an excellent chance of winning. But any and all government statements about the coronavirus must be cleared by the vice president's office? We're not a communist country. This is not the way things are supposed to work. Can Mike Pence be trusted? No. Mike Pence is an imposter. He pretends to be this America-loving ultra-patriot that's spiked with moral superiority as he walks lockstep with his lord and savior, Jesus Christo, and everything that he does. But the reality is he's a hypocrite of biblical proportions, pun intended. He's so drunk with power, shadowing the most corrupt president in American history. The only thing Mike Pence cares about is Mike Pence. Mike Pence in power. He doesn't give a fuck about you. He doesn't give a fuck about America. He doesn't give a fuck about the world. It's all about power. Power and Pence himself. By any means necessary. What's next? Why do you think dentists are generally terrible people? No, I'm sure all of us could probably name a dentist that's not a terrible person, but follow me here just for a moment, and it's not that profound. But dentists basically have to go to almost the same amount of school and incur almost as, almost as much debt as actual medical doctors, and no one cares about teeth that much. They just don't. No one cares about teeth that much. If they really cared about people, if they're really fantastic people, wouldn't dentists be medical doctors? Just, just something to think about. Did you ever ask out your hairstylist? Yeah, we didn't have a chance to get to this last week. Now, thoughtful gentlemen, now, now, you don't, you don't ask someone out well, they're on the clock, whether, whether that's a bartender, a waitress, a hairstylist, a masseuse, etc., etc. Not appropriate decorum to ask someone out while they're on the clock. That said, uh, my hairstylist is so attractive, and, and I always go to the same place, and I never make appointments. I, I, just, I just walk in, and the whole place is, is full of uh, wildly attractive human beings. But this one particular lady just, just lights out. Um... And so I was going to, I was willing to bend the rules a little bit. And so the weekend after Valentine's Day, I had this, I had this theory that I was working. I was, I was going to call, I was going to make an appointment, and then I was going to ask her if she had a nice Valentine's Day. That was, that's my back door, uh, no fun to say, my back door into getting into whether or not she has a significant other. So I called to make the appointment. 
and she worked there for two years. I called to make the appointment. I had two years to do this. She, unfortunately, she's no longer with the company. So that, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that, that's what that's what I get for procrastinating. But I am still a thoughtful gentleman. Uh, do you have any other coronavirus advice other than the bowling alley shoe spray? Yeah, you just hit that like it's chloroseptic, just back to the throat, and that's not medical advice, and there's a good chance it could kill you, so by all means, don't listen to me. Uh, uh, I don't, no, I'm, I'm not an expert on the coronavirus, but I did hear actual doctors on television saying today, and I'm not sure we're quiet at this point, but, but maybe we are. They say, shaking hands, they say is out. Shaking hands is out. Hugs are okay. Groping? No. But hugs are okay. But shaking hands, not good, because you can't trust people to be washing their hands all the time. And the most important thing we could do, apparently, is wash our hands. So, that's what I know. What day of your fitness journey are you on? Yeah, now, remember, this... This isn't about fitness. This is about the philosophy of the year that the difference between heaven and earth is an eighth of an inch, an old Buddhist saying, and constantly scanning areas of my life that that I can make 1% better and hopefully make my mind 1% better. I figure it'll take 180 days because I've got to go very slow to get back into something resembling, I'm not going to use the term peak physical condition, but... But in shape, right? In shape. And so 180 days, uh, I'm on, yesterday was day 47. And I've probably done yoga every morning for like 55 straight days. I don't know how many days in a row you have to do something for it to become a habit. Someone told me once, and I forgot, but I'm also fairly confident that the person that told me wasn't in charge of the academic research to determine how long one has to do something for it to become a habit. But we're on our way. We started at six uh, four. Started at two twenty five uh, today. Uh, two oh seven point eight. And what are day forty seven? What does that make? It's like twenty six, twenty seven percent of the way done. So I'm proud. If someone would have told me at the beginning we would have gotten this far, I uh, I wouldn't have placed any money on that. But uh, here we are, and uh, damn right I'm getting on that uh, that exercise bike after this thing. What's next, Fishby? Uh, can you further explain your psychiatrist's use of finger puppets? It was it was a very confusing appointment even before I got to the finger puppet. See, see, usually my problem is uh, I just have too many wheels spinning in my brain simultaneously, and they're going very fast often. But on this particular day, I went in there and just everything hurt. I was going so slow. I didn't want to be there. Instead of multiple wheels, it was like a lab rat who's been given cancer intentionally on his last day of life on the hamster wheel. Like, that's that's how slow my brain was going. Like a lab rat on a, on a wheel in a cage with, like, three steps to go in its life. That's, that's how slow my brain was using. 
And so I felt like getting the attention off me. So I asked the hypothetical question, say that people use as a thought experiment, say an alien came. I'm asking a psychiatrist, say an alien came down to Earth and insisted that you explain how the human brain works. How would you explain that? And she goes, well, I I work a lot with kids. Do Do you mind if I use a more cartoon version? And then, as I told you, there, there, there was an elephant on her thumb, and then she started talking about the fight, flight, or freeze, and the amygdala, and then I got very, very lost, and then I just, next to her, she had the elephant on her thumb, and there was an entire, like, bowl, like, old-fashioned ashtray bowl of other finger puppets, and I was just looking at the bowl, uh, trying to figure out on the very slow hamster wheel with that rat what the next animal she was going to bust out was going to be, but she only busted out the elephant, so I was, I was kind of disappointed. What's the toughest decision you've had to make lately? You've heard me state before that I am that I am not very manly, just just barely a man, 51% dude, 49% chick. How I came up with that math, I'm not sure math is not my thing. But today I'm at the Target and as the seasons change, uh, my skin, my skin is suffering. I need, I need to upgrade my lotion game. So I'm at the Target, and do I get the Gold Bond Ultimate Men's Essence? Because it's, it's made, it's made for a man. Or do I get just, just, just the family kind that's not made for a man? And because I'm not very much of a man, do I get the man stuff or the family stuff? It was, it, I must have stood there for five fucking minutes. I eventually went with the men's stuff, but I probably chose incorrectly. Which candidate is Bloomberg hurting the most? See, now, ironically, Bloomberg got in this thing because Joe Biden appeared to be bumbling, stumbling, just, just a campaign that was sputtering and going nowhere. And so Bloomberg got in. But now, according to the latest polls, it looks like Biden is going to win South Carolina by maybe 20 points. But then Biden is going to get his ass kicked on Super Tuesday. The candidate Bloomberg is hurting the most is the candidate that has the best chance to beat Trump, and that's Biden. So Bloomberg's plan is totally backfiring for everyone except for media companies where he's purchased advertising. Is your exercise bike a Peloton or a Nordic Trek? Now, granted, I am a I am a thousand dare, but but a Peloton or a Nordic Trek? No, this this is like a twenty five year old Schwinn that was literally acquired because uh, it was down the street. There was a sign on it that said free, and my mom couldn't pass me up. That's how this exit couldn't pass it up. That's how this exercise bike came came to me. It does have a digital display, but it has all the digital display graphics of a 1985 battery-operated handheld solitaire game. Definitely not a Nordic track or a or a or a Peloton. Does Saturday Night Live's Pete Davidson go too far in his new Netflix comedy special? My guess is no. 
But that's a good tease for Mignogna. I I have not watched it yet. I will do everything in my power to watch it this evening. And can we call him like loosely SNL's Pete Davidson? Yes, he's an official cast member, but he's barely, barely, barely on SNL these days. I I will try to watch it tonight, but to me, comics get a, a, a ton, ton of license. But I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Can Bernie Sanders really pay for everything with a modest tax on Wall Street speculation? No. No, he can't. We, we can't. If, if you want all the things that Bernie is offering, from, 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 from the health care to the college to forgiving student loans and the military and, and, and all these things that we need, big government to fund, we can do that. But it's not going to be funded by a modest tax on Wall Street, which is Bernie's answer for everything, which is, which is, which is ridiculous, frankly. If all of us are willing to, like, basically everyone who makes over 30 grand a year, if you make over 30 Gs, are you willing to pay 35% in tax? I know some of my friends in California, they're like, we already are between federal and state and, and local and sales tax. We pay about 42% of our income to taxes. I, I understand. So you're already there. But everyone, like, if you want what Bernie is promising, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing because I think we need to pay down our debt too. Are we willing to pay 35%? We got a lot of shit for that. I mean, we get locally, I mean, we get roads, we get police, we get fire departments, we get infrastructure, we get all kinds of things. But how much tax are you willing to pay? You can't, not everything is free. You can't pay for everything with modest Wall Street speculation. Modest tax on Wall Street speculation, excuse me. Uh, do you think, excuse me, do you think if you put Rogaine on your face, you could grow any facial hair? You know, I'm real proud of the fact that I have, uh, I've got the curse of the blonde-haired, blue-eyed Dutchman. Just not, 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 not a hairy face. I can't, I can't grow a beard, sideburns, mustache, anything fashionable. Uh, I'm proud of the fact that I have three chest hairs, and I don't think that's the way Rogaine works. Although I did recently, I haven't lost any hair yet, but I figure ounce of profession beats a pound of cure, right? And I know we're supposed to move on, Fishby, but still. Uh, on Amazon, I ordered uh, some kind of a D, some some kind of like hair. It's not Rogaine, but it's just kind of some shampoo. It like uh, stimulates hair follicle growth. I don't know what the fuck it does. It was like ten dollars and ninety five cents. I can't hurt, or maybe it can. Maybe I'll be bald in a week. Yo, it's me, Fish B. Do you really think creating the most compelling weekday podcast in the world is a realistic goal? Most people with goals, they don't aim too high, they aim too low, and they hit. Is it a realistic goal? Not 100% positive, but that's the goal. And this show, the backbone of it is about the journey. The backbone of this thing is an underdog story and seeing how far we can push it. What's next? Who are you going to vote for in the Washington State presidential primary? We are doing it by mail in Washington State. I have my ballot. Uh, it's not due until March 10th. At this point, I am undecided. I'll try to tell you tomorrow, but I, I will probably remain 
undecided, at least until after Super Tuesday, so I could let you know then. What's the most ironic thing you've done lately? <laughs> What's the most ironic thing I've done lately? Uh, only because I was just looking at my Kindle. I'm procrastinating on reading The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I think that that is, in fact, ironic. Oh, there's Isaiah's music. We did it. We've made it to the final question. Uh, today, Isaiah writes... How are you training to be a Jedi without a lightsaber? That's a fair question. That is a fair point. I don't have a lightsaber, but uh, I, I will uh, go, go, go into a flat room with a hard floor, and I'll take my racquetball, and I'll practice throwing it down and catching it with my eyes closed. I think that's Jedi-esque, and I'm getting, I got the best hands in show business. Anyone will tell you, ask anyone I worked with, Bob has the best hands in show business. And there we go, we did it. 